Hey there, Jackie here, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Midlife Dream Life Podcast. Today, our guest, Michelle Reels, is going to share with us how she is preparing for the transition into this place of empty nest. She has one child, a boy, who's in high school now, and she is just realizing that things are really dramatically going to change. And so she is preparing herself, and she's going to share with us what she's doing to best prepare herself. Now, of course, we're going to have all the feels still, all the emotions, but we're not going to get so blindsided if we have some sort of preparation in place. So I want to welcome you and ask you to join as this conversation has already started. And I will tell you, freshman year, when he entered high school, I knew it was going to happen, but the fear of him leaving us after we invested all this time and we're so close and we're so happy and love, love in love with him really hit me like a ton of bricks, like a ton of bricks. And my friends who didn't have children had been saying all along, you really need to pace yourself. You're so involved in Alex's activities and all your friends, not all, but a lot of your friends are Alex's playmates, parents, and what happens when the kids drift apart or grow apart, like what happens to your, you know, your support system. And we've been lucky. Some of that's happened just because kids go to different schools, but I'm still friends with the moms and some of the dads. And um, we've worked really hard, but very conscientiously because I could feel that falling off the deep end feeling coming as we transitioned from eighth grade into freshman year. I felt it hard I could I could see the writing on the wall I was like if we don't wow. start preparing and planning emotionally for this this is going to be a big drop emotionally and, and and just in our in our happiness and I don't want to be one I don't want Alex to feel guilty about leaving to go to college mm-hmm. um, but I also don't want him to think it's a traumatic time for us and I know it is going to be a really big change but we need to start having our own lives. And we were busy with work, but without, besides work, everything went for him. And we were at his soccer games and parent-teacher conferences, and it was nice. We were at an ideal environment where it was two-on-one, so we could both be involved. And I was helping with homework, and we had all the kids here. But over the last year and a half, it's been um, a journey of just really saying, okay, I need to really think about what the next chapter is for me. Hmm. Um, He won't live with us forever. I want him to want to come back. I don't want to drive him away by a time, right? But the joke was, wherever you go, your mom's going to want an apartment. And I was like, don't say that. You're going to scare the poor kid. And he he laughs about it now. But And I I literally said to my husband, I may have said that to you. Please do not say that to him. And I don't think we're going to do that. let him have his space we will be okay i just want him to want to come home and so a lot of the pulling back a bit and letting him frankly naturally as it happens in the course of high school become more independent and have more space um has been it's been okay last year was harder this year is much easier and he's in what grade now he's a sophomore sophomore yeah, I think the summer between freshman and sophomore year was a big change for us because he he wanted to be his friends. He didn't want to come home after swim. Nope. He was on the swim team. And he's like, hey, we're all going to go to 
this outdoor mall that we have where there's a movie theater and a Target and places to eat. And so one parent would drop them off, another one would pick them up. And he'd be gone the whole day from morning until evening. And that was kind of the first time he was away like all day long kind of thing and preferred to hang out with his friends than hang out with his parents all the time, right? Moon is so a part of the process. It is. Wow. This is so good. So you said, you know, you decide, you made the choice. We're going to start pulling away, letting him go and live and not, I mean, because how many parents have we seen? I know I have. So I'm 57 and my daughter's 36. Not all my friends were me. A lot of my friends had the younger kids still and they were they're still maybe a couple of years younger than me, but their kids were definitely younger than I was. And I watched um, moms who were too much of hovercraft parents. And I was that as well for a while. I didn't see that till later, but that's how I was able to see that. And so you deciding, okay, wow, we have this space. He's wanting to be with his friends now. It's all natural. It's a part of the process. You guys have done this great job. You've given him this real sense of security so that he's like, yeah, well, this is, they're there. They're going to be there, which is awesome. And it's time, you know, and it's unconscious. It's not like he's even thinking this thought process through, but it's like, yeah, this is, I'm going to be with my friends. That's I yeah. want to hang out with my friends. So in this space um, of pulling back and allowing him to have his space, and this is a, such a healthy part of the process, and not enough parents, this is what I'm excited about sharing with our listeners today, is So what is it that you're actually doing now to help yourself? And I want to just say, whether we're prepared or not, um, there is a mourning and a loss for us as moms. Oh, for sure. So, you know, but so we can still better equip ourselves. Yes. to, To, by loving ourselves through the process better. Yeah. Helps us to love them through the process in a healthier way as well. So what is it that you're doing practically um, in this period? So he's a sophomore. So you got two more years. Two more years. What does oh, that so look like? Let me just say, like you, I had a period where I was the hovering parent. Because all his elementary years, I was very, very involved because my parents hadn't been. I was very excited, very fun, and I wanted to live every moment. And having one, you know that if you don't get involved, you're not, it doesn't come around again. So I was very, very involved. I was a parent that volunteered. Even though I was busy working, I was always around and available. And I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I was always around. So for us... COVID definitely put sort of a, I think a slowed a lot of the uh, natural progression of the children getting more independent down because those middle school years were spent mostly at home um, and remote, but 
when he hit freshman year last year, that's when it all started to kick into high drive. And mm. I, I had a bit of time where I was like, okay, I know this is coming. I'm feeling it already. Wow. It's going to leave in a few years. And if I'm not working on things for myself, I am really going to be hit with a ton of bricks and I could feel it. I was already feeling lonely and sad in anticipation. So there was a conscious conversation with myself and with my husband of like, I really need to be thoughtful about this because if I'm caught off guard and I just sort of like let it roll and pretend it's not happening, I'm not going to be in a good place and I want to be. So I would say a lot of it was talking with my friends because I'm fortunate that a lot of my friends are also going through this or going to be going through this at the same time because they ended up being moms of children that he hung out with in elementary school. None of them are even in school anymore, but they still mm -hmm. hang out. We have this friends who are family since a lot of us didn't grow up around here. We don't have family. So a lot of our, child, our children's birthdays were spent together as our Friends were our families parties versus just the kids who came over from class. We nice. would have a separate gathering. Those people became like a tribe for me. Not a lot of them, but a handful of moms and dads. And we've become very close over the years. And so it was a lot of it talking out loud and saying what nobody wanted to say. Like, you know, they're gonna be leaving us soon. And are you ready? I don't feel like I'm ready. And it was this recognition that none of us are really ready. Like we knew it was gonna happen, but what should we do? And for all of us, because I think we're all around the same age in our early fifties, we still have a long time from a working perspective to go before we're retiring. Um, and what's that next chapter? What do we fill our lives with? Um, so that became an active conversation. For me, a lot of the things that I had dreamed of doing um, became things I started doing. So one of the reasons why I ended up into the career I'm in in public relations is I love to public speak and I love to write. And so um, not surprisingly, since you know a little bit more about my background, uh, happiness and joy became really important topics. Like what drives um, that and how do you how do you manifest that for yourself? How is the inside job work? Because I had already spent my youth looking for the external validations and achievements to provide that happiness. And those were only momentary, you know, those moments of happiness, they didn't really generate joy or fulfillment. So here I was in my adulthood going, I know that the case is I have to do it myself and I have to be working on this. And I want to be on this journey with other people. So why don't we start this conversation? So I started writing about it. And I started now, as you know, um, podcasting is coming up around the corner for me. And the topic is, you know, live your extraordinary life. We have this opportunity and depending on how we approach it, it's either going to be from a place of love that can help bring joy, despite whatever the circumstances are, whether our children are with us or not or from a place of fear which is the where you feel empty and loneliness and you're you're mourning constantly not just in a moment not just in a phase but ongoing like they left the house life is never going to be the same i don't want to be that person i already knew that um and i'm pretty open with it with my son i say it to him i want you to be proud of me and i want you to want to come home i want us to be friends i like who you are and i want you to like who i am and you know it was really 
funny the first thing he said to me is then i want you to be happy yes you've done a lot for me i'm actually going to meet some girlfriends over the weekend too just to catch up and have dinner because i haven't seen them um while i've been writing and working on my podcast but i'm looking forward to the quiet time it's gonna be me and the dogs and you're filling your cup you're putting your mask on yes to your heart because then you know how many times do we do things you could have said yes and gone and <sighs> yeah what's the better choice right and the whole mom guilt if we're not saying yes to ourselves that plays a huge role like oh, i better go i don't want to miss out and like oh my gosh how many thousands of things my husband reminded me that of that because I carried a lot of mom guilt because I was a single mom till she was 13. Oh, wow. And so, um, and my, yeah, so I was there for everything that I could possibly be at and, but it wasn't enough in my mind. Oh yeah. So, So the mom guilt was huge. So the fact that you have come to this place and it's so good and it's so healthy, not just for you, but it then our love and joy flows from a major overflow. Yes. It's not the shortness or it's only reserved for one person like it was for you, for Alex, but not your husband. Me too. Jamie got all my goodness as much as possible. But my husband, mm, not so much, you know. I think it's a natural thing that happens with moms because you really want to give everything to your children that your marriages suffer. It, it happens. Does. Like so many of my friends have the same conversation of like the early years of raising young ones were rough. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, honestly, um, my parents, you know, very different story, but like that legacy of them being married so early, as I was thinking about, my son growing up and what he was seeing, I was like, uh-uh, this is way too important. Out of love for him, I need to fix this and make sure my husband and I have a good marriage. Otherwise, he's not going to know what that looks like. Wow. He's not going to want to know what a healthy adult love relationship looks like if we can't show him. So, so he's just going to repeat what he actually knows, which yeah. the, could have been an unhealthy thing. That could have easily been like all about the kids, all about the kids, all about the kids. And now look, I did like you did. I went to every single soccer game. This is a fairly new thing in high school where I've been able to say, you know what? I don't have to go to every, I go to every weekend when it's local, but I don't go to every away game. I don't like when it's on the road, you know, several hours away, we have two big dogs. So they also um, need to be taken into consideration. So there's that, (laughs) but I also have, I'm working all week too. I'm helping him get ready for it. I want to be there to receive him with open arms and A, not have him just take for granted that I'm always there so it's not that big a deal. He misses me when I'm not there, that's kind of nice. And when he comes home, I'm gonna be in a much better frame of mind to receive him and hear all about it. than if I went thinking of all the things on my to-do list for me that I didn't get to. Yeah. And here's the thing, here's a really cool thing, Jackie, because I didn't do this in my younger years. Tonight, I have a second annual ornament exchange with a group of women I've known for over 20 years. Um, We're all getting together. Tomorrow night, another mom reached out to me that are the moms of his friends from kindergarten on, and they all go to different schools now. They're all at three separate high schools. 
we still get together. We're having dinner tomorrow night. And then on Sunday, I was invited to a mom's of the pool that our kid goes to and swims at animal holiday party. And I'm going to be going to that. And I was like, my oh. cup runneth over. I need to have women in my, we need to have friendships. These yes. are the things that give me hope that when he leaves, Hey, here's the thing. I don't need you to have dinner with the moms of your friends. Even if you don't go to schools, because we have our own relationship. These mm -hmm. are three groups of women that wow. I don't need to rely on my child or their activities to be part of. He's not even around this weekend. And then when he leaves, these are still going to be my friends. I didn't know that that would be the case when he was younger because it was really tied into yes. the moment of the activity and the what have you. And I didn't have enough friends that I was cultivating relationships with. It's gotten much better as he's gotten older. And I've made a conscious decision that relationships and connections are vitally important for my mental health. <laughs> I think most people's mental health. I don't need a thousand friends, but I need a few good ones. And yes. And I want to have something to offer them. I don't want to be getting together and like going through all the woes of my life. I want to be there to talk about the joys of yes and the hard times, right? We have our own stuff that we're all talking about now. Um, yes, they're about aging and, and and what it means and what we want and our marriages. <laughs> that you know, we're coming back full around of like yeah, yes. our marriages that matters. Oh gosh, wow. Well, this has been so good. I, I know that anyone who's listening, and frankly, our conversation today, so it's called Midlife Dream Life, Midlife, you know, no, this conversation is also going to benefit young mothers. I hope so. I hope that we start raising a general, like that's our goal, right? With our yes, children. Yes, yes, yes. really investing in them this ideal of you really need to pour into yourself and take care of yourself yes. to have this to offer your future family or what have you. And that independence from your parents is important and your parents need to take care of themselves so that they do the same. Well, and you are important outside of the title that you happen to be wearing. Absolutely. Outside of the mom, outside of the wife, all, all of that. And, and I know that that's a part of you as well, right? No, I'm, I'm more than mom. I'm more than the wife and the PR and the speaker and all of that. Those are hats I wear. And 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 yes. it's a really important thing. That you who you are. That. Those are hats we wear. Um, but individually as humans or spiritual beings having a human experience, however you relate to that, mm -hmm. we are all independently and, and collectively important as we are, yes. as we show up with nothing, with no titles, yes. but a novel concept. You know, it's not that you're as through. we came into the world, right? Yeah, <laughs> as you are with no titles, with nothing. Mm -hmm. And that those other things should be choices that bring you joy, because if they aren't, you're going to wear a lot of uncomfortable hats. They're not going to really drive a happy existence, right? So exactly. And you can change hats. Yeah. You can actually burn the hats. You can get rid of the hat. It's really okay. Nothing is set in stone. None, nothing is set in stone. But it is really vitally important to be happy and to look at what are those things that bring you joy. 
whether it's spending time going for a walk, meeting a friend for coffee, writing in your journal, going on a trip, spending time with your dog, watching a Hallmark movie, whatever those things are, do them. When you are happy, often. your kids are going to be happy. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I know that everybody that's listening is going to want to hear more from you. So how can we um, stay connected with you? Well, I am going to be launching my podcast in uh, late January. Um, yes. It'll release on Thursdays and it's called Live Your Extraordinary Life. And nice. you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, you will find it. And I hope that you will come and listen. Excellent. And in the meantime, before that comes out, um, how about on Instagram? Can we follow you? Can find, you can connected? follow me on Instagram and there'll be teasers about the podcast and the work that Excellent. I'm doing around that. And it's Michelle Rios, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E Rios, R-I-O-S, all one word, the number one on Instagram. Excellent. And I'll make sure that I get that in the show notes too. And this has been really good. I mean, this is a thrill. So we're having this conversation because I desire to encourage other women, but I am coming away very encouraged. I, I'm so glad you're doing this, Jackie. It's such an important conversation. And, and, and it's one where I, I'm very blessed that I'm in an active community of women where we are having this conversation. I know not everybody has that. So to create a space for people to tune in and listen and become inspired and maybe take those first few steps of recognizing life, it's going to be okay. Yes. You're going to be okay. It's going to be hard. Look, I'm preparing. I know it's still going to be hard, but I'm ready. I'm going to go through the morning. I know it's not going to be absent of that, but you're going to walk through it. And the good thing is if you connect with other women like you, like me that get this, mm -hmm. and so many of us are going through it, you can walk through it with friends. Yep. You don't have to go through it alone. Yes, definitely. So if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, I would appreciate if you would share it. This is not about because Michelle or myself are looking for fans or followers, but because we do wanna have this positive ripple effect. We wanna share this message. We want you to have an, a community. This can be an extension of a community online or on the podcast, listening to us, sharing with your girlfriends, gathering it around, sharing it because you're all going through the same thing. So share it. And if you like it, that's great. I just hope that whatever you walk away with, you walk away from today knowing that it's okay for you to say yes to yourself. You can give yourself permission, say yes to your heart, find out what brings you joy and what makes you happy. Thanks for being here. I look forward to seeing you on the next Midlife Dream Life podcast.